Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 59, a special quarantine edition. <laughs> That's true. We've been quarantined in our house for almost two weeks now. We haven't seen the sun for 14 days. <laughs> we have seen the sun, luckily. We tried to get out as much as we can, but it hasn't been great because it's been raining a lot, and that's... Not ideal. Not, not ideal. Not ideal. So, our real-life parenting moment today is our entire life, because <laughs> we are currently parenting all the time for all of our kids. I asked Alan, I was like, what's our parenting real-life moment? He's like, our life right now. It's just everything. <laughs> Every single thing. It's pretty great. But we know you're going through it, too, and so we wanted to share the love, or whatever this is. Commiserate? We have some tips of things that are working and not working for us. So if you still feel like you're struggling, which we are, so obviously we're not perfect yet. The not working list is longer than the working list, for sure. (laughs) Um, Some interesting news. If you live in Utah like we do, schools are shut down until May 1st now. They just announced that the other day. So I know other states are still saying April. So we'll see if you guys join us in May or if you guys get to go back before us, but our main man Trump wants us all back by Easter. No, so that's not happening here. Yeah. Easter is on April 12th for anyone who wasn't sure when that was. So it's a little over two weeks from now. Seems ambitious. So we haven't had our spring break yet. So luckily our spring break is coming and we will not have to be doing homeschooling during that time. They is that said, lucky? Well, I don't know. Homeschooling has been not amazing right now. But with that, I looked. That's a total of seven weeks off. Six of those weeks are educating weeks and one week of a break. It's been something else. I think I before we got all the information from our like school teachers and the things that were, my kids are supposed to be doing each day, I had come up with my own little like homeschooling thing. And I like that a little bit better. So maybe we'll just do that during spring break. There you go. So, um, the, probably the best thing coming out of this whole craziness and we're going to take this lightly cause that's the only way we can handle it. Um, but we know that this is very serious and very, we're doing it. We're, we're being good and social distancing. Yes. So that's our moment of being grown ups, and now we're going to be childish and complain. But the best thing coming out of the Corona craze is the memes. People are just sitting around writing hilarious memes all day. So many good memes, man. If you are a parent, I'm sure you've seen some because there are some on hilarious point. ones. Our favorite one, hands down, is one lady said, I'm tired of watching my parents' grandkids. <laughs> Mom, come get your kids. Your grandkids. Come get your grandkids. Come get your grandkids. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. So true. I love it. So good. Where are the grandparents now? Alan just saw one, which I thought was cute. It's a little kid's feet, and it's pointing to the second toe. And it said, be like this toe. So, Or be like this piggy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know this little piggy, the second one is this little piggy. 
Stayed home. Stayed home. <laughs> so much good stuff out there. Something that we're loving right now is Disney Plus, but we have to tell you our story about Frozen too. Ugh. <laughs> this was like day one or two of the quarantine, and we're like, you know what? We're going to be sitting inside watching a lot of t- movies. Let's at least make it a good one. So we bought Frozen 2, even though we have Disney Plus, because we had heard that Disney Plus wasn't going to have Frozen 2 until like July. July. I looked it up. It said July. So we're like, oh, it's going to be a few months. Let's just get it now. Yep. So we did. We splurged, bought Frozen 2. And it was on Friday. And literally, was it that night? I think it was that night. Or maybe so that night, <laughs> brushing my teeth, I'm on Instagram or something in Disney Plus. Is like, surprise, Frozen 2 is coming to Disney Plus on Sunday. And I was I'm like, oh, seriously, we just purchased it earlier today. I said a lot of first letters of words that represented swear words. <laughs> so, And we watched it four times before Sunday just to get our money's worth. <laughs> Literally. Seriously, watched it four times. Luckily, our kids love that movie. So I guess it's yeah. worth it, even though we're Joke's paying, on you, Disney. paying for Disney Plus every month. But. So, other than that, we like Disney Plus and all the things that it have. I love the old movies from when we were kids and stuff, but... I don't love all Disney shows, but in general, the quality of content on Disney Plus is way higher than all the other streaming services. In terms of, like, if our kids randomly go find something, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be just incredibly worthless. We were watching like a bunch of the Disney shorts and our kids love the Disney shorts. I do have to warn you though, the one called Pearl, they say the A word. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is the for small kids. And they're saying the A word. I know. We're like, uh, okay, don't watch that one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so clean up your language, Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, and I think, um, what's the new onward is coming out soon. Yep. Sooner than it would have been. So We're not going to buy it. Won't buy it. We'll just wait. April 3rd. Something else that we're loving is the state of Utah is doing a spirit week this week for all the kids out of school. So yesterday was crazy sock day and our kids were actually really excited and ran upstairs and grabbed different socks and, and put that on Instagram if you want to see it. Um, today, so we had crazy socks all over our house. We our sure did. <laughs> take off their socks everywhere. Well, because they put on like the warm Christmas socks and it's not that cold right now. And so I've. There's Christmas socks all over, and they wanted to wear my socks, and so now my socks are all over, and soccer socks, and anyway. So that was fun. And then today was take a picture of your favorite, or whatever book you're reading. And my kids hate reading books. We didn't do that one. Pretend like they're reading books, and then they took pictures. (laughs) Tomorrow, I think it's pajama day, which Nathan was actually really excited for. He'd been he asked me last week if we could have a pajama day during homeschool, and I'm like, okay, maybe you can earn it. And then here you go, school spirit week. So tomorrow's pajama day. Well, probably when you hear this, it'll be past tomorrow, but. Yep. (laughs) So we know that you have tons of time. So we thought we'd do a special three hour episode (laughs) of what to do to survive all of this homeschooling. No, I keep seeing all these people are like, I have so much time on my hands and I'm bored. And I'm like, who are these people? I have way more to do now that my kids are home than I ever had to do before. All my free time is gone. So yeah. I don't know who these people have free time. So now you're a full time mom and a full time teacher. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I have so it's much to do. It's not great. <laughs> My respect for Anne of Green Gables is through the roof right now. <laughs> what? 
She was a teacher of those small rooms where you teach all the kids and all the grades all at the same time. Oh, yes. That's what you're doing right That's now. That's what I'm doing. And it's challenging bouncing from one kid to the other with all the different things that they're doing. So, Not ideal. So I know a lot of the school districts and the states are all different on how they're handling homeschool. But for our specific school district in Utah, um, so we started, they announced it. Um, last two Fridays ago of being quarantined. So we had Monday and Tuesday for teachers to figure things out. And then Wednesday, the schoolwork started and I thought they were going to be kind of easy and just keep us up on like reading and math. Turns out we're doing all the subjects. They're doing everything, which is good, but it just takes a long time. And luckily our oldest two can do most of the stuff on their own, but our kindergartner can do nothing on his own. So I have to take him through one to two hours of work every day, step-by-step step, and make him do it because he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. So it's taken all the time, but we're trying some, we've in- implemented some things that seem to be helping a little bit, get us through this time. It's definitely not perfect. Cause I still don't have any time to myself. So we need whatever tips that you have. We would love to hear too. So our first tip is to have a schedule. And I know some people really don't like schedules, but I have a degree in elementary ed and I took child development classes and it's proven that children actually really thrive on a schedule. It's important for them to know what's coming next and what their day is going to look like. So if you don't like schedules, hopefully you can come up with kind of a generic one. You can even just do like, okay, in the morning we're doing this in the afternoon we're doing this in the evening we're doing this. Um, For me, I love schedules. So I've worked out like little hour chunks of like, okay, this is schoolwork time and this is, we're going to be outdoor time, and then this is back more schoolwork time. We're doing lunch, you know, throughout the day. So, one of I read an article. <laughs> you know. read an article? Lightly skimmed. <laughs> Alan usually just reads the headlines. So. Um, but it was about how to homeschool for those of us that don't know how to homeschool. And I thought it was interesting. They said some kids do love a schedule, mm-hmm. but some kids actually really thrive in homeschooling because there isn't a schedule. So mm-hmm. there are a handful of kids out there that. Do better if you just say, hey, have this done by lunch. Hey, have this done by dinner. And they can kind of do it when they feel like it. So maybe you have one of those kids. And maybe that is the best way. Mm -hmm. Our kids definitely need a schedule. Yes, they do much better when they know what's going on. Rewards. All about the rewards. They're not at school, and so they need something to look forward to to help them get the work done. Um, So Alexis has made just little index cards with their names on it and the week written on it. And each day they have to get five or ten stickers to get a prize. Yeah, I give them a prize. So I have a bunch of um, just little toys from Oriental Training Trading, mm-hmm. and I have a bag of candy. Candy, yeah, yeah. And so, and it's Easter, so there's loads of candies at the grocery store. That is, if you can still go to grocery stores, <laughs> if you can go to grocery stores, that is something that has not been emptied in the shelves. There's lots of Easter candy. <laughs> so <It's> crazy. <laughs> And so I let them pick a prize after five stickers and then after 10 stickers. And the stickers are usually when they complete like a subject um, that they're required to do. And then for like Jack, who doesn't really have schooling right now, but wants to participate, it's just like we, I have him do APC mouse or if he's just like does a Play-Doh activity or if he's just good and not complaining for a little while, like I'll give him a sticker, you know? So anything to just get them motivated to get their work done and stay happy throughout the day. Yep. Could have a reward system. Doesn't have to be fancy, right? Oh, some of the other prizes uh, too are just like more more Nintendo time because our kids love the Nintendo. Um, 
you can also do 15 extra minutes to stay up like on a Friday night. Our girls have done that and they really enjoy that. Um, and then you could also do a pajama day or my one son at kindergarten day are, they wear no shoes or no socks or something like that. And so he's like, can I do that too? I'm like, sure. <laughs> you can do that. So I'm sure your kids probably have ideas of things that they've done at school that they would like to do at home or candy always goes pretty far with kids. Number three is take breaks. So recess at school, I think it's for both the kids and the teachers, right? Like, oh, totally. Especially with homeschooling. Like it's nice to give you a break too. But we, it, we uh, the last couple days have been timing breaks with sun. <laughs> if yeah. it's good weather outside, then all of a sudden it's recess <laughs> and you got to just rain. catch it when it's good. <laughs> and I'm going to say we throughout this. Alexis is 100% doing homeschooling <laughs> and I just hear about it throughout the day. I am working from home, but I'm actually working. So for those of you who there's you're both working and you're trying to do homeschool now, just good luck. Um, we have no tips for you. <laughs> You're on your own. Sounds like the worst. Um, Alexis this has been great. It really, she's been doing all of it. So I do have a little bit of advantage. I feel like with my LED degree, and so I feel like when they said we're doing homeschool, I didn't feel scared. I'm like, okay, I can do this because I teach. So, but even if you have don't have any experience like teaching your kids or teaching other people's kids, then we recommend you get a degree. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can still do this. You've got this, and. And, uh, but probably not as good as Alexis. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> I just hope you're, if you're like me, you're probably feeling stressed, but know that it's all gonna, it's all gonna be okay. One of, um, my friends who is a, a math teacher and she also, all of her kids are grown. And she said that she actually did some homeschooling, um, when her kids were younger too. And she just had a great list of just nice things to say to people. And one of them that I really liked was she said, don't put too much stress on yourself because everyone has gaps in their schooling and, you know, whether because of something like this or something else, you know, kids are going to miss things sometimes and that's okay. And they can catch up later and they can relearn whatever they missed or whatever. And so these six or seven weeks or more that we're going to be teaching our kids, if they don't learn every single thing, um, it's going to be okay. Once they get into the next grade next year and go back to school, they're going to review. You always start the school year with reviewing. And I think every other grade year, they repeat content. So your kids will learn it again sometime throughout their schooling. So if you feel like you're messing up, it's going to be okay. If you can't get all this stuff done, it's going to be okay. They'll get it eventually. So just have a little grace and patience with yourself. And now for a quick break. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Um, number four is to get the work done in the morning. This is for sure true of our kids. Yeah. Even though they're not all morning people, 
And when we say in the morning, like it's like nine o'clock when we start school. Yeah. Some of them do start on their own before that. But for the most part, we start at nine and they're mostly done by lunch. And that's something I've, I've seen in several articles and you've probably seen this is public school has a lot of filler, right? It's not all education time. There's lunch, there's recess, there's just a lot of social engagement. It's when your kids are learning to not be weird. Um, (laughs) But the actual schooling is usually like an hour to two hours for elementary, um, three to four hours for junior high and like middle school age. And then high school, they said is like three to five hours. So you're definitely, you've got more hours in the day than you need. Right. So that's one thing It's don't feel like you have to fill eight hours just cause that's when kids are in school. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's rotations and they collaborate with other classrooms and there's projects and stuff that we don't have to do. So right. that takes up a lot of the time. Now we're going to take a quick break. All right. So that wraps up our homeschooling section, but I thought it would also be good to talk about working from home since Alan is doing that and just kind of how, do this. <laughs> how we've dealt with that. So tip number one is to mute your mic. Ugh. <laughs> preach i was on a call with a really sweet lady the other day and the head of hr and not because i was in trouble just because <laughs> i talk to hr sometimes um and her son bless his heart was just like watching the call which is great and our company has been really good to encourage that but then her son just started like moaning <laughs> <laughs> and moaned for like five minutes and it was fine and we got the meeting done and it was it was no problem, but just mute your mic, right? If you're not not talking, talking. if they don't need to hear you, they don't need to hear your background noise either. And so always mute your mic. Our kids are always running around. Like some kids are doing schoolwork, but some kids are running up and down the stairs and I feel bad. And, but Alan's been really good about just muting his mic and listening to talk. So all of that background noise is gone, which is good because when you're sharing your workspace with all of your family, there's a lot of noise. Another awesome thing that we did because of Alexis teaching VIP kid is her desk. She video conferences all the time when Mm -hmm. she's doing her job. And so she has to have a backdrop. And so instead of having the desk against the wall and your camera facing out into the room, we have the desk turned around. And so your camera is facing a wall. That's just a couple of feet behind behind you. Mm -hmm. And, it is kind of annoying to get around to your desk. It's not a natural thing, but it actually does make it a lot easier because you do have something behind you. So you don't have naked kids walking behind <laughs> you or whatever. Right. So it's only the sound that I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the visual as much um, because I have that there. So yeah. it's awesome. Yes. Um, also, if you have the space, try to find a set space for your new office. And so like Alan said, ours is a desk in our bedroom. We have like this little nook area. Um, but, and it's separate from the kids cause he's upstairs. He's in our room and the kids don't usually don't need to go in there. So hopefully you have like a space where you can go rather than being in your living room where your kids are or something, even if it's just your bedroom that you can just separate yourself and keep your work stuff there and just make it your own little office for now. Yep. And I think the important part is just that like you have, a dedicated space. You don't want to feel like Mm -hmm. you're lounge working all day, every day, right? Like you want to be productive. You want to be um, still getting stuff done. And so feel like you still have an office, feel like you have a space. Mm -hmm. Um, The fourth was to schedule your lunch. So 
I always do this, but especially now that I'm home, I really try and I mark it off on my calendars from noon to one. I'm going to take a lunch and I try and be here to help. I know that Alexis is swimming in kids right now. So I try and be downstairs, help make lunch, help clean up lunch. That's also when we, last week, it was the only time that we could clean the kitchen. So we cleaned the kitchen during that time together. So it would go faster. And so having that time is, is fun to be with the family, but also I think it's just good to help out Mm -hmm. in a situation like ours. And with that, so I think it's important to try to share the workload a little bit more um, because now both of your jobs just got harder, right? I'm watching the kids more and Alan has to work from home with the family and doesn't have as much of his own space. And so um, I asked Alan to be in charge of breakfast too. So he's killing it. He's killing it. So he does breakfast with the kids because I just wasn't having enough time to exercise and get dressed and do all the breakfast and stuff and then try to get school started. It was just taking too much time. And so we weren't getting the things done we need to in the morning. So now he's in charge of all the breakfast so that I can get dressed and stuff. And then he helps with lunch um, also so that we can get that done and we can get back to schoolwork. Um, And we also start a little bit later in the morning. So that way we can have that time in the morning. Um, Like we mentioned before, um, we started around nine rather than I mean, yeah. I guess that's when my kids usually start school anyway. But yeah. For me, my normal work hours are like, I usually go in at about 7 and come home um, at 4.30 or 5. And so one of the adjustments we've made is that I now don't start working until 9. Yeah. Um, and that's usually fine. My people don't get in before that. They never did. Um, and so there's usually not meetings before 9. So I lost some productivity time, but I found that, because I'm not chatting with people at work and doing all of that. Like I can focus and get more stuff done because I'm home. Um, So I feel like I'm making it up um, in other ways and I'm able to be a bigger part of the morning routine because Alexis has to get all of her stuff done before school. Mm -hmm. Or school's not happening. (laughs) Before she starts teaching school. Yeah. Yeah. So then our last step is to make time to exercise. I think even even better, like do it as a family. We've been trying to do that more lately. My favorite two days, we legit did this, where we got up, everybody was dressed, and we went for a walk together. Mm-hmm. It was great because one, we were outside, and two, it just got some energy out. It was it was fun. It was happy days style. It was, happy like a, style. It was a nice little moment as a family. <laughs> um, and then it started raining and being gross. And so it's falling apart, but it was fun for a while. Well, and this morning, um, Alan and the kids did just dance, um, for a little okay. bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, I did some high fit this morning and the girls joined me. Um, there's other things you can do like cosmic kids or dance videos on YouTube. There's a ton of different apps that are providing free exercise now, um, just to help during the coronavirus. So if you can find an exercise that you enjoy and your kids can enjoy, you can do it all together. And as simple as a walk, like just going on a walk and gets your blood flowing for the day. I think it really helps get the day started, right? Yep. So hang in there. Only eight weeks left. (laughs) I think ours is like six. I just, but I heard the worst. Some states I've heard of already canceled through the end of the school year. So if you're one of those, we're sorry, but we, we might be joining you anyway. <laughs> that seems early, but who knows? China still hasn't sent kids back to school, and it's been two months. So, mm-hmm. 
So we'll see. I think in some ways it's easier to keep the kids home. People have gone back to work, but the kids have stayed home. I think in America it's a different situation because we don't have like grandparents that can just step in and watch the kids if the kids aren't going to school. So mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do, but um, good luck. Hopefully some of these tips help and uh, we'll try and bring more quarantine style tips and encouragement throughout this crazy time. I don't want to promise next week because it's too crazy to promise anything right now, but sometime (laughs) in the next. And with our limited time that we have. Yes. You're welcome. But we're we're trying. We'll try. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. Alexis, as always, thanks for your great research. And Alan, thanks for your amazing edging skills. You can follow us on Instagram at Alexis Tanner Lane or tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And give us a rating. That's how people find out about our podcast. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.